Hello again. Welcome to Young American. This is a conversation podcast. My name is Britt, and I'm your host for the next hour. Thank you guys for tuning in. So today our conversation is about time, not physics, formulas, relativity, or any theories like that. Not even necessarily time management, but we're talking about how do you spend your time. Everybody has 1,440 minutes in every day, and we're kind of looking at what the average person spends doing in those minutes. If you want to join in the conversation, there's a couple ways you can do that. You can follow us on social media, make a comment, share a post, share this podcast with somebody, or you can email us at youngamericantalk at gmail.com. We'd love to respond. We've been getting some good responses from people, and we greatly appreciate that. That's enough for me. We're going to go ahead and get started. Thank you guys so much for listening. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Did I already do a, hey, this is, this is, no, no, not, not this time. Okay. I'll, I'm going to insert one in there. It'll be better for it. Just do it. What's up? Quick. This is Britt. This is Nathan. Chris. This is Andrew. Andrew. Okay. So I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about, and this could be a shorter one, which is totally fine. So I want to talk about, I've been thinking about the concept of time. Inception. And we're about to watch Inception. Yes, we're about to watch Inception. Get ready. Now I want you to name me three leadership things that you see out of the movie. <laughs> Ush. Um, I don't know if it's like when it's an January... After party. <laughs> it's an after party. Tell me the good things that I said during the last four hours that you listened Whilst to Whilst eating moons over my Hemi. <laughs> Do you guys... <laughs> Cancelled. Okay. Grabbing sausage. With <laughs> I probably listened to that. There was a time I listened to that twice a week. Oh, just man. that segment where you're like, I, I had lunch. A faster. Is that the Vecna one? Yes. That's a good one. Uh, that funny. whole like An eight minutes of us trying to get that question out is amazing. And Britain goes, why do you call him which? Lord? <laughs> yeah. Why do you call him Lord Vecna? Uh, yeah, time. I'm not sure. How concept of time. That. The concept of time. So I don't know if it's like when January comes around and <laughs> start making... <laughs> Oh man, there's just things you can't hear on this, folks. Um, Some things do you guys just don't say. Do you guys invest? We're not going to talk about resolutions, but do you guys rest invest in resolutions at all, any way, shape, or form? Probably more goals than resolutions. Goals and things like that. Obtainable things. Probably two out of ten in terms of yeah investing. Like you, okay, I got you. John, no. Yes. No. None. I like the uh, your your wife Devin said something about I'm just making time for like self reflection and I honestly think that that's you a talking good. You were talking to you. You were talking to Devin. You've been talking to Devin. I'm sorry. You've been talking to Devin. She loves uh, she loves goals and resolutions. Well, no, she but I like the idea Lizzie of like, I like the idea less of of what do I need to like change about myself, but like looking back and going, okay, a year ago, mm-hmm. what was I doing? Where was I? And going, should I, you know, approach this year differently? Which is in turn maybe a goal <laughs> and a resolution. We uh, yeah, I'm less about. I was thinking about like so January tends to be like when people like make their plans, like I'm going to do this and. John and I are married to a pair of sisters, and I'm sure Natalie does this, where she's already mapped out half of 2023. Oh, and man. What y'all she already knows the clothes that our unborn baby is going to wear on her 30th birthday party. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> hey, 30th. that closet right over there has categorized clothes. Well, half of them are out right now because I was Liz was going through them, but she's got that all mapped out. But I was trying to think about, like, I was very intrigued by people tend to emphasize the concept of time right now and and kind of, okay, this year I'm going to do this or I'm going to have these goals and I've got 12 months to do it before I reevaluate and stuff. And so I kind of um, was kicking around that idea and wanted to share some stuff with you guys real quick. So in a lifetime, I want you guys to guess 
how much time do you spend? This is like calculate over like a 90 year lifespan. How much time do you spend in the bathroom? What would you guess? Years. Okay. Years. You spend two years, 125 days. I'm less. Unless I'm, I'm fewer, I'm I'm less time than that. Andrew, probably you're in five times a day. Andrew, you spend no, more time be, but than I'm, anyone in the bathroom. But I am very fast. <laughs> Are you really the, fast? You, so the fast. liquid poop you do the comes orangutan. out a lot faster. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's a guy. There's a guy no, at work that very I've fast. Told, I think I've told you all this. There's a guy at work that has like found it more efficient. He takes off his pants fully and then stands on either side of the toilet no. seat and squats down and just gets now he's not on his phone or anything. I was going to say social media has made it yeah, probably more like 4 years. Yeah, so yeah. so you say, don't social me, you don't use that. your phone in the bathroom. Rarely. No, I, we've received pictures of your poop before. Yeah, but of all the times I go in a day it's you say it's less. I was For actually me. shocked by that because it said like guys are like Nine and a half minutes a day, and then girls are like nine forty. So that helps. So if you so okay, break it down like, in the bathroom that helps me. Yeah, there was like, a time in the bathroom today. I was in there for twenty eight minutes. <laughs> I, I, well, I was like, that's a way conservative. I think nine number. and a half is low for just in general. Oh like yes, general, yeah, yeah. The general. So here you go. How long do you think you spend sleeping? Not enough. Out of ninety enough, years. Right. In ninety years. No. You say nine years? No, out no. of ninety. In 90. out of ninety years, out of ninety years, out of ninety years, uh, you will spend twenty six yeah. point twenty six point two five years. Wow. How many people Sleep. are living to ninety? What did you? What math did you just do? I I did eight hours. Eight hours times three sixty five times ninety. You get eight hours a night? Oh, dude! I try really hard to get seven or eight. I'm running on twenty five hours a week. That's dude. That's you're so fi- You're gonna die. Yeah, it's terribly unhealthy. I'm not saying that. <laughs> but that's your job, every week, your job but... calls for it to some extent. And, yeah, sure. And on a bad week, I try really hard to go to bed at 10:30 or. Nathan, how do you goal. go to bed at 10:30 and you're watching all these movies? Mal goes down, splits Manhattan between seven. No, I do not. <laughs> they go down at. She goes down at seven or eight, and I watch a movie. We tr- we start like at eight. What do you think he was? I doing like that you said we. When he make, hasn't talked to Mary. When do you in, make love? In the last three years. <laughs> when do we make love? Uh, <laughs> I did Saturdays to find on some well, the credits to roll, find. baby. Uh, how long do you think you spend at a red light? Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Don't hey, wait. Just let me think. Wait on it for a second. For I'm all. gonna say. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna take Nathan's approach. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say a year. In a, in a day, I'm gonna say 15 times 365 times 90. That's minutes. So, how do I get back to years? <laughs> divided by 60, uh-huh. divided by 24. 24, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, 342 hours. So, this says that you spend, I don't know what, I haven't calculated it in hours, but this sp- says you spend, the average American spends four months or 122 days of their life sitting at a red light. So, not quite a year. Four months or 122 days sitting at a red light. That's this is way low. You think that's low? I de- it depends on if you I have a commute or not. It depends on where you, yeah, are, right? one, yeah. where you work and what city you live. Sure, sure. Lexington, if you live in Atlanta, totally. it's like nine well, months. You know what's actually funny? Lexington is like every time I come back to Lexington, I'm reminded of, especially when it, you're talking about like going from Britt's house to get onto like the interstate, I hit mm-hmm. so many red lights on the way. Yes. To the interstate. I, I mean, it's like 15 at or one point, 16. Le- it's crazy. Lexington, yeah. Lexington, yeah. in like 2000, I, can't, I think it was like 2012, around that time, we were third in the nation no way. For, for traffic because we, one, because our city was just the infrastructure of our roads was not built for it. And we were third in the nation next to New York and LA for traffic wow. because, because we triple in size yeah. Yeah. during the day. Yeah. But do, we would, when we were in Atlanta back in November, we would like type in like a restaurant and be like, oh, it's only two miles away. Oh, it's 30 minutes away. Like it just, it was, it was so bizarre. Yeah, that's the thing though. And you, and it might, it might not have been red lights though. Yeah. It was like, it was, you're just sitting in bumper to bumper traffic or whatever. That's probably different about Atlanta that I felt is like, 
if you hit the congested times, like when people are going to work or leaving work, it's really bad. But other than that, it's actually super fast. So then you kind of yeah. feel like you, you average out there. For sure. Red lights are like one of the only things that, that forces – I don't – I'm sorry. I don't know no. if you want to – Red lights. I, I, I was thinking about this around Christmas because we had to stay in a, a hotel to to visit my in laws. There's very few places now in like the modern world that force awkward pauses. Mm. Mm. Red lights and elevators. Mm. Like I had to like herd all of my children onto an elevator to go up to the third floor, and we were on with somebody, and it was the first time I had been like, "You're sharing an awkward pause with somebody." I was like, oh, man, like, what a relic from the past. <laughs> I'm using elevators all the time. And it's a little different because I've got usually got a stretcher or, like, an oxygen bag with me or something. But I, like, I'm, like, when you sent me that, I was, like, keenly aware that it's, like, people just don't know what to say or don't know what to do or. Yeah. I don't mind that, though. I know. It is. I kind of like it. Well, kind of like the human interaction where we we continue to get, you know, out of it's it like when you force that like hey how you doing like i took my kids down to the continental breakfast and we're like sitting next to somebody and at that point like lexington and and kentucky had been hit by this massive ice storm so you had lots of people who whose pipes had burst mm-hmm. and who were staying oh. found themselves staying in this hotel yeah. and they're like yeah we don't have any running water at our house so i'm like yeah, you're kind of striking up conversations with strangers and it's like yeah, this is interesting. This is this feels. Where was this? The Holiday Inn Express in Mount Sterling, Kentucky. Oh, okay, dude, that the pipe bursting when it froze, it was unbelievable. Just from a call standpoint, or from did your did yours yeah, burst? From a, no, or just from a run standpoint. Run standpoint. Do you guys just was, become repairmen at that yeah, point? I or? mean, when people when people don't know what to do, they call nine one one. And we have to make some attempt to solve whatever problem they present. Now, water cutoffs are a big, big thing, like in the wintertime. But man, we were walking into apartments. I was traveled to an mm-hmm. engine. I was riding engine 14 the night that mm-hmm. it got freezing or the night that we had the big mm-hmm. snow. And we we're walking into people's apartments. This one non-English speaking family, like just, you know, pipe burst in their basement. And they didn't know what to do. It'd been running for an hour and a half before they Oof. called nine one one. Now we have a that is a planned run for us, like a water cutoff. This is what you do. You go find the street key, turn it off, whatever. And they just didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And they had set up a kiddie pool in the basement and were it hoping that it runs out. Raining down, and they were just all five, six of the family members are just walking with buckets up the steps and just dumping it into the. And they've been doing it for an hour and a half, just and th- and everything's wet like that. Like that was a after the fact, right type of a thing. Just oh, it was terrible, but yeah, that was. Uh, okay, back to it. Uh, oh, Andrew will like this one. Uh, how many days do you spend in your lifetime how many days do you spend farting (laughs) why would i like that one i just feel like you would like that one i do farting or farting (laughs) 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 shitting. how many days do you spend shitting and and farting (laughs) that's s-h-i-d-d-i-n-g no wonder ai is gonna win we're sitting here we're like they're ai is not talking about (laughs) but ai doesn't know that that's funny there you go probably good on them then uh farting um okay let me think Breaking wind. God, if you think about this. Oh, dear, Phyllis. So at the end of your life, you will have spent... That is pungent. One, <laughs> 143.7 hours or 5.98 days in a fart. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and that begs the question, would you take it as one lump sum? Or would you take it in installments? Hey, can we have dinner on Tuesday? No, I've got something going. That's a great question. That's a really great question. Is like, would you rather have uncontrollable farts for your entire life? Or would you rather say, hey, I'm going to take a week 
and just get it all out at one time for your whole life. It just I'd instantly take the week. April fifth yeah. through the twelfth off. Wouldn't wouldn't you take the week? No. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. You're gonna take the week off? You're yeah. gonna sub for five days I'm so you can fart. fart. <laughs> yeah. I'm farting in the summer, man. I'm farting in July. Oh, you mean a, it's you July. Mean a week of the year. One week of the year. Hell I'd Wait. go to we- to work. Just, <laughs> <laughs> He's in his crop dusting phase yeah. right now. <laughs> it's Pendleton's fart week. <laughs> this is really justifying when I tell people it's really just five idiots sitting around a table and uh, nonstop there, farts for well, five days. There was a <laughs> there was a far side cartoon about that that was like, what if the world farted all farted at once? <laughs> but th- didn't they at one point say that the whatever the ozone layer that has deteriorated that people believe in the Bible. That's why people lived longer was because of this like shelter of oh yeah, I've heard uh, that around the Earth that that has been steadily deteriorated because of methane gas from our toots. No idea. Cattle, cattle, and living <laughs> organisms. Okay, how many how many gallons of tears do you cry in a lifetime? Now this could be. Like you got something hot, you yawned, your eyes water when you yawned, anything like that. Gallons? A hundred. Gallons. So you spend, in a year, you get 15 to 30 gallons. In a lifetime, that equates to 1,350 or 2,700 gallons Way of off. tears. Really? In a lifetime. That sounds yep. like a lot for a, a year. 15 to 30 gallons of That's what it said. And that um, this is the same site. This is conservative, as far as like I said, the bathroom was like clocked at like nine and a half minutes mm-hmm. per day. So I'm assuming these are conservative. You know what I'm gonna do? Pound. I'm gonna time myself. Time yourself Start, doing starting what? tomorrow, just being Farting? in the bathroom. Oh, do it. I'm interested Please to do. hear your results. Do you guys? Do I have your blessing? Go yep. for it. Yeah, do okay. it. Do you want? You will do you want sweat. just? Just sorry. Do you want just? Uh, should I do just? Like, does brushing teeth get the clock or just the bathroom? Poop. Just using the bathroom. Shooting. Well, hold on. Going back to this question. <laughs> Going back to this question. How many times do I watch the Sarah McLaughlin Animal Shelter commercial? <laughs> Assuming that that exists or doesn't exist, it's going to drastically affect the gallons. Surely. Or if you have kids. So you'll sweat 7,400 gallons in a lifetime? Which is quite a bit. How many... Okay. How long do you sneeze in your lifetime? And I'm not talking about uh, 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 chew. I'm talking about just the chew. I would think that it's actually pretty close to the farting. Like, similar, I would think, right? Brother. If you live in Kentucky... It's actually quite a bit smaller than the farting. Well, that'll be 100. That's going to be a... Hold on. It's... It was smaller than I thought it would be. Has now, if you're if you're John and I's wives, and your sneeze mm-hmm. is like pew 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 two hundred hours. <laughs> Love you, Natalie. What's that? Two hundred hours. It's actually s- clocked at nineteen point four hours oh. sneezing Have in you your all- life. Yes. Yeah. Have you all ever sneezed with your eyes open? I don't Supposedly know. Supposedly you can't. Supposedly you can't sneeze with your eyes open because your eyeballs would pop out. That was in a fact book we had when we were younger. And I've always tried to sneeze with my eyes open. Why? Just to see. So your eyeballs could fall out? <laughs> I just don't, I don't believe that. I don't think so insurance would cover that. <laughs> <laughs> were, your eye, were your eyes open? Were, were you sneezing? Yeah. No. It's a pre-existing the, condition. The claim officer is going to come in like, well, were you trying? were you trying to disprove this fact? So I wanted to share this post with you guys. So this is a blog post from 2015. Actually, Lizzie showed me this. um, And it was from somebody named uh, Jade Bonacolta. So um, she references a post. It's not hers. A blog post by this guy that came out in 2015. And thinking about the perspective of time, this guy's name is Tim Urban. And he wrote this post, I guess... I guess which got a lot of traction is pretty legendary. So this is thinking about all of these things in your life, like we were just talking about 
how much time you spend doing this. So this guy set out in the new year, kind of New Year's resolutions, and he set out like kind of mapping out the rest of his life. And he did it, he mapped out his life in years and he put them on like a paper, like a checkbox. And he's got like, you can look at it right here. Yeah, I've, I've seen posters of this. You've seen it? I've, I've seen people like hanging that poster and like ticking off their ears. Really? So he's got like, here is your, and John, you can't see it, but he's basically got just like a sheet of checks. So this is his life, 90, a 90 year human life. This is a, the assumption that you'll live to be 90. This guy was 34 when he wrote this post. And then he breaks it down to the 90 year human life in months. And it's still like, wow, that can all fit on a single page. He does it in weeks, which is a little bit bigger but it's kind of staggering. You can actually still see it. And then again, he does it in days and it's really, really small. But however, they're about the size of like, if you were to push a pencil onto a piece of paper, just like a pencil dot. And they're in rows, each, each one of these two rows is one year. And it's all to say like a human lifespan can actually fit onto a page if you were going to do that. So he gets into doing this. And so he decides to map, what if I didn't do this in years? Cause that's pretty easy to do. And what if I mapped my life out in events? So like, what are some events that you like? So like this guy does, Tim maps out his life. Like, so let's say I've got 34 winters left mm. and like the optics of it, like, how many times is it winter in a year? Well, just one. So it just becomes, he says he's got a little under, if, if he's expected to live to 90, he's got a little under 60 winters left or, or 60 Super Bowls left. So he says, um, I guess he lives coastal and he maps out like, I try to get one where, he's, where he lives. It's like super cold in the ocean. He says, I try to get one or two um swims in the ocean left well if you map that out he does it once or twice a year if you map that out on a grid that means you would only swim in the ocean a mm -hmm. hundred and twenty times which is weird to think about mm -hmm. so he goes on nathan you're the reader in the group right you kind of read books you're the literary <laughs> <laughs> you could read you and I, maybe. <laughs> so um he said how many books do you read in a year? Me? Yeah. Not that. Not as many as I'd like to. Okay. So I so, start probably 20. <laughs> okay. So he says he reads about five books a year. So if you map that out, it ends up being 300 books. So of all of the literature that you've wow. ever had, you can only pick. And that's if you read five books a year. Um, you can only pick these 300 mm -hmm. are going to be. Gosh, so he, when you put it that way. So he says, and then there's a couple ones that pertain to him, but you can kind of put this in your own life. Like growing up in Boston, I went to Red Sox games all the time, but I never moved back there. I'll probably continue at my current rate of a Sox game about every three years. If this trend continues, the row represents I, I have a remaining 20 Red Sox games to go, go to. So I was just thinking about... He goes through and he goes U.S. presidential elections, and then he does something kind of funny. He does pizza. Hmm. Um, how many pizzas he has left? Yes, to eat? how many pizzas he has left? So he said, "I probably eat order out and eat a pizza once a month." So he maps that out, and he'll have pizza. He'll have seven hundred more chances to order PJs or something like that hmm. and, and get pizza. And all of this stuff that he's that he's looking at can all fit on one page where you can just like exit off. Um, so all that, like, what would you say? What is something that? What's like a big mountain? How often do you go and get to climb like a big mountain? Well, I would say like the first thing I thought of wasn't that it was climbing seasons. Like right. I've had yeah. that conversation before, where it's mm. with friends of mine who I climb with who are older than I am. Yeah, who who have voiced like. I only have being fit. I yes. only have yes, fifteen climbing seasons left. Like right, I've, you know, with with 
reasonable this. fitness right. to accomplish goals I want mm. to accomplish. Because you're not going to be 65 right. on a mountain. Because you can still you can still climb when you're 85, but with goals in mind and the requisite fitness, you know, you just have to be able to do that. I was stuff. thinking about us, like something that we're all pretty passionate about is like going to see like shows and things like that. Pick like, a band. How many shows? Yeah, how many band do you have? How many times do you have to see Manchester Orchestra? Or how many times do you have? What did you just What did you just put in? I just I was estimating if I watched three hundred movies a year. Yes. And I have fifty seven years left. Then it would be like I don't know what I said. Seventeen thousand. Um, like seventeen thousand. Do you watch three hundred a year? I bet I do. Wow. Sean Sean Finnessy watched six hundred in twenty twenty two, which was two hundred less than twenty twenty one. How? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He doesn't sleep. Installments. Uh, do you guys all use Google Photo? No. Does everyone have? You don't. No. You don't. Well, no. there you go. Probably because of that sentient AI, right? I use iCloud. Okay. Well, whatever it is, uh, Google Photo. Like, I'm sure that I've looked at enough photos that it's figured out my rhythms but especially having three little kids like i know i'm i I can look at pictures and go oh gosh this one was gosh that that seems like this was only 2017 or whatever 2019 and google will send me updates of like hey every every day or every other day here's some pictures that you might remember from the past and it's based on like what you've looked at before but man i find myself like Pretty often in a week, looking at and going, gosh, realizing just how fast time has passed with kids. And that's, I mean, especially because I can compare one to the Mm -hmm. other to go, this one's this big. This one is now as big as that one was at that point. And and especially now that you're, I'm assuming, done. Yes. Which is like, there's no more of these. Yes. These milestones, like once Bo passes, yeah. So it's a like it's a pretty common occurrence, and I, I mean, I would probably consider. I, I'm looking at photos, going, "Gosh, like I cannot believe that Reese is is at this point." And and uh, you know, we got his we got his like state testing scores that came in through. And just the fact that he's at that point, I'm like, still he, he crushed, didn't he? He crushed it. He did pretty well. Yeah, and the and the. Just the, like that's that's something that I'm, I'm that is constantly on my mind. Mm-hmm. Of, gosh, I only have. I think it's uh, Professor Jordan Peterson who has. You only have four years w- with your kids as little kids. You only have four years with them, and once once that's up, it's up. Mm-hmm. I think that's, about that all the time when I think of like, especially, are like people who serve in the military who like miss like critical years yeah. in their in their kids lives yeah. where i'm just like gosh like you can't get that back how hard was i yeah. always want to ask how hard is that to have missed the birth of your child or whatever or, but yeah I, i'm i'm like very astutely aware and i i try to get i'm kind of or all of us that are parents are in that stage where it's like gosh these days are really long but the years really are short that's actually <clears throat> You saying that is actually a perfect segue into what I was going to round out with this. And something that I think about constantly that um, is actually a quote that you told me that is from a friend of ours named Brian Daly that, like, when you said it... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Shout out, yeah. Brian Daly. See the world first. Uh, I, when you said it, it was just immediately just etched into my mind. Is I know exactly. What you're you, about. you don't get to sell it with kids. I, he was talking about kids. Is you don't celebrate. Everybody celebrates the firsts, first steps, first birthday, first whatever. You never ever know when the last time that they'll do. So nobody gets to sell. You don't celebrate the last. I'm paraphrasing, I guess. Yeah. No, because th- especially with kids who are learning to speak. Like as Mal learns to go, like Bluey, like there will be a day when she wakes up and she doesn't say the thing that you hmm. always thought, you know, or calls, you know, as Rooney's saying something, you know, not to get like overly dad on that, but like there's Bo is like he's our last kid, so like I don't correct him on certain <laughs> things because I'm like, man, I don't, I like, I don't want you to, I don't want you to grow up in some ways. So. Yeah. Well, so to round this out, and I didn't really want to blow it, but here you go. <clears throat> so 
this this uh, blog that this guy has, Tim Urban is his name, his, I guess the blog is called Wait But Why, and this particular blog post, you'll see where I'm going, is called The Last 5%. And I'm just going to read it verbatim. It's just a couple of paragraphs right here. He says, after he maps out pizza and tacos and like Chinese food and stuff like that, he says this. But these things aren't what I've been thinking about. Most of the things I mention happen in a similar frequency during each year of my life, which spreads them out somewhat evenly through time. If I'm around a third of the way through my life, because remember, he's at 34 years old, I'm also a third of the way through experiencing that activity or event. What I've been thinking about is really the important part of life that, unlike all of these examples, isn't spread out through time. Something who's already done slash still to come ratio doesn't fall or align with how far I am through life. That's relationships. He says, I've been talk I've been thinking about my parents who are in their mid sixties. During my first eighteen years I spent some time with my parents during at least ninety percent of my days. But since heading off to college and then later moving out of Boston I've probably seen them an average of only five times a year for an average of maybe two days each time. So he equates it to be 10 days a year and about 3% of the days I spend with them each year of, of my childhood. Being in their mid-60s, let's continue to be super optimistic and say I'm an incredibly lucky person to have both parents alive and into my 60s. That would give us about 30 more years of coexistence. If the 10 days a year hold straight, that's 300 days left to hang out with my mom and dad. Less time than I spent with them in any one of my 18 childhood years. When you look at that reality, you realize despite not being at the end of your life, you may very well be nearing the end of the time with some of the most important people in your life. If I lay out the total days I've ever spent with my parents, assuming I'm lucky, this becomes starkly clear. And I guess this guy's like known for doing stick figures, but he like, again, he draws it out in a chart and it's super hard to see, but he's X'd out. He's got these little stick figures of him hanging out, whatnot. It says, it turns out that when I graduated from high school, When he graduated from high school, I had already used up 93% of my in-person parent time. Mm -hmm. And I am now, in 34, enjoying the last 5%. We are are in, I'm sorry, the, the blog post is called The Tail End. And we are now in The Tail End. So not to me all heavy or anything like that. And there's a lot of assumptions that are in this. This is assuming that everybody lives to be 90 years old. This is assuming that you only see your parents 10 days a year. There's a lot of assumptions in this. However, I did a little bit of the, um, just to be completely candid with you all, Liz and I are trying to have another kid. And so I'm pretty keenly aware of like trying to just make the most of time. And, you know, like you said, just how precious that is and whatnot. So But I ran the numbers, so if pre-college, let's say your kid spends 18 years, and you could equate this with your parents. Let's say for 18 years you spend 365 days with them. That equates to be 6,570 days, and it's going to be less than that because you spend the night at Andrew's house or we spent the night at John's house or vice versa, things like that. So post-college, if you spent, and this is using Tim's math, if you saw your your parents, and John, you're the only one that, that lives away from yeah. your parents. You live in Atlanta. They live in Lexington. So you're the only one. And I think you probably see them more than this. But if you saw them uh, 10 days a year for 30 years left, it would be... 300. Also, oh, I, I messed this up. I even messed up the days here. Anyway, <laughs> I think I did it on a, th- I think I, I, I messed with it and I put third, let's say you see them like 30 days in a year. Anyway, it equated with my math. I was trying to fudge it a little bit. And Is I that 30, like 24 hour consecutive 
Well, I mean, you can take it however you want it. You can take it like the a day that I saw that person, you know, equating it to be, it could be 300. It could be, I I was trying to bump it up a little bit and I said probably like 700 days left. So that equates to 7,270 days. So this is the part that kind of blew my mind. So my son is four and a half and you can run the math for however old your kid is. So let's pretend like Brennan grows up and he moves to Seattle and I only see him between, you know, 10 and 30 days in a year, something like that, like hanging out. He comes home for holidays. We go up there to visit him, stay for a week, blah, 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 all of that stuff. So on his fifth birthday, he has lived... 1,825 days. So if I subtract that from our total amount of days, 7,270, I have 5,445 left, which means I have already spent... My son is going to turn five in last day of June, which means on his fifth birthday, I have spent 25% of the time that I will be with him with. And I have only 75% left, which is just insane. Which the majority of that will be taken up before he turns 18. Correct. Yeah. Correct. Which just like puts a really wild spin. Now, it doesn't change anything about like the time that you have left. With but somebody. it can change your perspective. It does, it? it does. Perspective is yeah. everything. And your perception is your reality. Mm-hmm. And that, I did run Reese's numbers too. So... Don't. How old's Reese? <laughs> Don't. Is he seven? Yeah. You so talking Reese's, to my wife. <laughs> so when, <laughs> when Reese turns seven, or he's already turned seven, you spent, tw- and that's assuming that you spent every day with them, 2,555 days. Sub- you subtract that from his total days, you get 4,715 days left. Assuming that you both live to be 90 and that he moves away or doesn't spend time in the same city, you've spent 35% of his life, of the time that you're going to spend with him, and you only have 65% left. And then I ran Clay and Rachel's, which is Chris and I's mom and dad. That's We've spent 93.2%. Now, this are, theirs is totally different because we live in the same city. But right. how often do you see mom and dad? Not as often as you would think. Not as I, I would say intentionally not as often as you think. <laughs> we avoid them. Cut the <laughs> cut the word intentionally. Yeah, like the well, the I stuff mean, about like with your I kid, see what you're saying. That's like it pulls at your heartstrings of just going like, oh my god, what do you mean I only have seventy percent? of my time left with my kid, it's almost a little bit more heart-wrenching to think about, like, we've got 7% left with our parents. Like, that's crazy. And, like, Nathan, I'm not sure with your parents, but, like, my parents are pretty old. I can't... How old are John and Helen? My dad is 71. My mom is 66. But, yeah, so my parents are are the oldest in the bunch, and I'm the oldest in our bunch, but I just mean like that's even kind of crazier to think about. Like that number of like after you leave the house for, for college and stuff yeah. like that, you have already used up that much of your time. That is almost the more heart wrenching thing. You just go in the yeah, you just never know. And and like you said, like your perception is really, it's not like things are going to change, but it can change how you perceive your time that you do spend with them, and how much time. Right. That, that's a wild kind of flip on your head kind of a thing. I'll send you guys all this article, but it was like a very like game changer of a of a thought, and I don't mean to make it sound like a sermon illustration or something like that. <laughs> what said, what is this guy's? What is this? Is he? A, just, it's a blog. He's just like a thinker. It's, an anarchist. it's just a blog. <laughs> <laughs> he had a blog post. It was how you spend Big your dash. Deal. How you spend your dash? It's called. If you, give, gonna, if you give him twenty dollars, he'll send you a rock that Janet Pape cleaned <laughs> meticulously. Just 
She just followed me. It's a blog account. post. It's a blog site. It, it's called Wait But Why, and he draws these stick figures all over everything. I don't quite get it. But it probably this makes is, like two billion. This bucks is a, a blog year. post at, in 2015 that he wrote that absolutely caught fire. I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's all it is. Oh man, when you talk about like the. What is it? I've I've got sixty five percent of Reese's life left. Correct. Just better than. I mean, I tucked. I literally tucked him in as I was right before I came here, and I was just like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, man, he just got a new Mario game, and he's like, can we play that tomorrow together? And in my head, I'm like, yeah, yeah, we yeah we can play that. Like, we'll sit and do that. And he loves loves doing that. Oh, and I'm just like, man, which game? Uh, he's using the OG Wii. Oh, nice. So he has already beat. I love. He's he's so <laughs> he narrates everything that he's doing at all times. So like he's playing this. He's like, I'm going over here. I'm getting this star. Okay, <laughs> Did, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna get this. Get, yeah, he's done both galaxies. Galaxy is awesome. This the this one's like gone back to like the 2D version. Oh, so cool. Coming to that, but I'll just sit. He's like, Do you want to play with me? And that means like, Do you want to watch me play this? <laughs> yeah. Like I'll narrate what I'm doing. I'm like, Yeah, sure. But yeah, I think that I'm, you know, I think the cell phone is like my biggest enemy these days where I'm just like, right. I've, I've, you know, the, the echo of dad, 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 like trying to get my attention where I'm either like looking at something or my attention's on something. Trolling else, eggs, know? Tyrone. And that's, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> hold on, this, uh, this, uh, <laughs> the good one. This Hush. Tupac song's almost done. <laughs> But yeah, like I've 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 grown to kind of hate that portion of it, and you know, I, I'm. It is very short. Very, it's for, it's sobering to think about. You that. know, we we before we started this podcast, we used to for a while there we would invite my dad over and we would watch a movie and we'd take turns picking and stuff and we talk about like. Uh, like my dad picked Taxi Driver. That won an Academy <laughs> Award. <laughs> exactly. My dad picked his first pick was Taxi Driver, so we watched Taxi Driver, and that was his that was his ending quote as the credits rolled. That won an Academy and Award. <laughs> but we haven't done that in a while, and so like I just I texted him when I read this, and I was like, Hey, let's do uh, let's do a movie on Friday night and stuff, just because you know I don't know how much. We may go skiing with that man once every three years, something like that, and he rocks those jeans. He always skis always in jeans. Always skis in jeans. <laughs> yeah. Skis Talk about a, a psycho trait right there. <laughs> skiing in jeans. I think it's either a psycho trait or he's that confident that he's not going to fall. He's that, just that's like, true. look, that's I'm true. so a good G. at this. Like, he's a G. Like is he a good, a good skier? Oh, yeah. Yes, he's really good. That's cool. But he, uh, it's funny because he's got these like Mickey Mouse skis, and like when we're on a lift, and like somebody will be like, "Those are cool. Are uh, are those vintage?" <laughs> Just like, as a matter of fact, they are, <laughs> and so am I. <laughs> but like, Love we that. probably only have. I mean, if we go, he's you know sixty five. Like, how many times do we have to go skiing with that man? How old are Gordon and Kathy? Seventy and sixty four. Wow. That's the best looking seventy year old I've ever seen. Yeah, by 60, that I mean sixty four. Yeah, seventy. <laughs> <laughs> been talking Check about my mom. Ass off. <laughs> <laughs> You've been Boy. talking. That's my mom, you pothead. <laughs> Tommy voice like, "Boy, Beverly, you really dynamite tonight." Boy, would I like to get me some of that? Good lord! Yeah, it'll cost you. I, don't think I was making a making a pass at Andrew's mom. <laughs> You bet. It's my mom, you bastard. <laughs> uh, Cut that. It is, Keep that. It is Gordon at my 70, aunt. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, they're six years apart. Right on. That old that old cradle robber. Do you <laughs> guys have any other... Baron. So anyway, all of that to say, as you're making plans for 2023, um, just consider the people first and kind of playing around that. That was one of the things that he says in the end of this post. And I'm not saying that this guy's a big like life coach guru because it seems like he says some pretty stupid... He's he's another idiot around a table. <laughs> but uh, living the same place as the people you love matters. John, take that or leave it. You guys do <laughs> awesome coming back here and whatnot. Priorities matter. Um, your remaining face-to-face time with the persons you love depends largely on your list of priorities 
Um, quality time matters. If you're in your last 10% with, the, with someone you love, keep that fact in the front of your mind when you're with them and treat that as what it actually is, precious. So, Oh, God, i got to watch more movies. <laughs> <laughs> Have you all seen Banshees of Inisherin? Yeah, negative. negative. Yes. 18 minutes in. Okay, Andrew, so Andrew, saw, have, Andrew saw most, all the 20 minutes. I saw most of it. It's well, One, I really liked it. I really liked it. But I think that what I loved about it, and I couldn't articulate it until I listened to Sean Finnessy and CR talk about it on The Big Picture, but it's literally about just these two guys in Ireland who are friends, and one of them decides to cut off their friendship at, at one point just because. And he says... I don't want to be friends with you anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't like essentially. I don't like you anymore. I don't like Colin, you anymore. I don't yeah. like you anymore. Yeah, yeah. Colin, I can listen to Larry's talk, but uh, Colin, uh, Colin Farrell. Have you been rowing? I think you've been rowing. Like, <laughs> we're like, we're rowing like. Uh, but Brendan Gleeson's character decides to cut off his relationship with with Colin Farrell, and, you, and there's kind of ins and outs to it. But basically, That's he's the synopsis of the movie. That's not a spoiler. Yeah, he's basically decided like. Am I? He's a musician, and he writes songs on his violin, and he and he's like, do how much time they every day they get together. It's like, and they they have a a pint at the pub, and they just kind of talk and they just banter just like this. And he decides, in you know, two hundred years, are people gonna remember me for this stupid? friendship that i'm having right now or are they going to remember me for my music and he decides like i'm going to dedicate myself to like writing music and i need to cut out all this so it's it's kind of like him having this this thing of like do i what is my life worth like what am i actually am i making any kind of impact or am i you know who's going to remember me i think probably everybody to some degree has has that kind of of uh of question but i, I think in the you know and Colin Farrell has such a problem with that. Like, he cannot fathom losing, like, why exist except to have these, you know, personal friendships. relationships and friendships with people. And he's just, like, constantly fighting to the point where, you know, Brendan Gleeson's like, I'm going to cut off my fingers if you keep talking to me. And every time you, you talk to me, I'm going to cut off one more finger. Like, threatens him this way. And it's just, it takes him off guard. So it's... One, it, it's worth watching, but I couldn't figure out why I liked it that much. I, I just, I love that idea that it's these, these two friends who are decided. And this guy, one, I think it articulates male friendships strangely well, where it's like you really don't know how to talk to each other or how to, you know, somebody's dealing with something and they're, they're just like, uh, we're we're not friends anymore. We're not we're not. I'm not talking to you. I don't know. I don't. I'm not know. gonna sit around and just have dumb conversations with you for the rest of my life. Yeah. yeah. And it's Martin McDonough, the the director and writer of the screenplay. He he wrote it about himself of just like how many movies do I have left? How many plays mm. do I have left? Like, right. do I want to invest in my relationships or do I, do I want to invest in my art and my career? And it's kind of in jest, like it's kind of it's kind of satirical. It, it is a it, to me, it's it's a deeply sad movie, but it's also I thought it was so funny. Like I was just like laughing the next day after watching it. Just, like some of the things <laughs> that happen are just so. So over the top, and and I mean that's why it won a Golden Globe for best comedy or musical or whatever. But right. um, yeah, it's it's just it's such a it's such a morose like way of looking at life, but also it's just so over the top and funny. It's just like what is actually important. Yeah, th uh, yeah. I thought it was a great movie. If if you're listening to this, you should watch it. Andrew hated it, but <laughs> didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. Okay, didn't hate it. Good. Didn't didn't love it. Was it. Fine. It was fine. You heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> See you at the movies. That's total cinema, baby. <laughs> yeah. So, like, think about that while you're planning 2023. And you know, we planned a vacation the first time. We've never really done an all Pendleton vacation. You guys do that each year, right? Where you guys get the we had you we had, had in, in, in the, the past years. years. Mm -hmm. Probably when you guys were younger, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So we're doing that with our kids. Cool. My my sister, um, Chris, and his family. And then um, my parents were all going on vacation, which we've never really done. So you've had your share of vacations. <laughs> Love you, Ma. Miss you. Miss, Miss, you. Miss you every day. day. Well, folks, that's and about that's all we got. We, that's how we like uh, to end things. That's here. how we like. Kind of like on a huh. <laughs> I believe we've done that. John, John you, you got look a lot like Tate no, right just, now. Uh, what are your dad's research interests, John? 
state them now. I can't. I don't know. Just pick a bunch of parallax systems and uneven topography. How many more textbooks do you think Tate has left in him to read? I don't know, man. That dude still wakes up so early. He doesn't have to. How many minutes before I can go to bed? (laughs) (laughs) And we're gone. How many more waffle sweater washes does Andrew have? Bye, John. Bye. (laughs) Goodbye, John. I got nothing but time, time. I got nothing. All right, you guys, thanks for listening. Um, this was a little bit of a different conversation for us. And if you guys hung around, we greatly appreciate it. And do us a favor if you did. Whatever time it is, whatever day it is, pull out your phone and text somebody that you care about. Whether it's your mom, your dad, your sibling, maybe it's your daughter, maybe it's your son, maybe it's an aunt, uncle, somebody that raised you. Tell them what they mean to you and just tell them thank you. I promise you, just take 30 seconds. You're not going to regret it. And um, it might mean the world. And uh, you may not know how much more time you have with them. In closing, Young American is recorded and produced in Lexington, Kentucky. It's edited by myself and my brother, Chris. The opening theme is an original piece by he and I. You also heard a snippet of a song called Younger by Tony Anderson. I highly recommend you check out his stuff because it's really good. And the song that you're listening to right now is called Time, and it's by David Ramirez. Talk to you next time. I got nothing but time, time. I got nothing.